Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. You're listening to the DCAU Review, hosted by Cal and Liam. Streaming on Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Spotify, and at dcaureview.com. Now, here's today's episode. Welcome to part three of our DC Directrospective. And I am Liam, and with me, as he always is with Cal, Cal, we have one final part of our look back at some of the various classic action figure lines created by DC Direct slash DC Collectibles. And we're going out with a bang here as we have one topic for this entire third part, that being, of course, the DCAU action figures. Yeah, Liam, as a DCAU podcast, uh, we discovered as we were going through recording here that uh, we we felt that the DCAU lines of DC Direct slash DC Collectibles figures really deserved their own episode. Because it, why, as a DCAU episode, why would we do anything less than direct, <laughs> <laughs> give an entire entire episode and, and devote an entire hour plus to going through line by line each figure released by dc direct in this giant nearly all-encompassing dcau action figure line courtesy of dc collectibles slash dc direct absolutely a lot to cover here cal so why don't you start us off with the first series of batman the animated series figures from dc collectibles man this this whole thing it's 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 incredible. Uh, there are, uh, starting in 2014, they came out of the box with uh, announcing at, at Toy Fair that these figures were going to be to be done. It was a Catwoman, Batman from the new Batman Adventures, the new Batman Adventures Two-Face, and the new Batman Adventures Mr. Freeze. Uh, those were all announced for that first series. And boy, howdy, did they come out swinging. Um, after some initial... Uh, issues with some of the uh, some of the figures being a little too fragile and and sort of like pegs uh, character pegs being shown like joint pegs being shown and some complaints about that DC collectibles went, went back and sort of fixed some of those issues and re-released some of them but they have done an incredible job of releasing a huge and a deep variety of characters uh, from obviously our most passionate about and that being the dc animated universe specifically the batman the animated series the new batman adventures superman batman beyond and then justice league absolutely there is just no shortage of characters to talk about especially with the animated series and new batman adventures and i thought it was an interesting choice to kind of uh, mix them uh, with the batman ones they didn't just do all of the BTAS figures first and then do new batman adventure second they sort of all throughout all throughout the run of these have sort of alternated between the classic look the classic you know original batman the animated series look and the new batman adventures look and with a few exceptions made sort of two versions of almost every character every character 
but and and you know each set whether it was the new batman adventures they had certain packaging and the classic batman and the animated series ones had different packaging so there's a lot that went into this and I, I think it was a really interesting choice to kind of combine the two series uh into one and kind of one set with just alternate packaging rather than uh doing all of batman the animated series first and then going to new batman adventures yeah, I'd, I'd love to pick the brain of those that in in the powers that be in what went into that. I know there was some initial, uh, mm, I wouldn't say anger, but maybe some uproar over the fact that the first series was so the new Batman Adventures heavy, when obviously Batman the animated series is the more iconic. Those look of those characters are seemingly more iconic or more mass marketable but the fact that they were willing to go through and say all right well we're going to release both of these series simultaneously i think created a desire for me at least to collect them all which ultimately is the <laughs> that's the hook that they want want to get you get you that's the that's the collector hook collect them all uh so knowing that you know these you're going to be getting both of these series simultaneously you can't wait and double and dip when you want to um that is unless you're only if you only desired to to collect the the batman the animated series design then you very well could have but while they're releasing these you know the the new batman adventures as we said so series one was catwoman from batman the animated series then we have batman from the new batman adventures two-face from the new batman adventures and mr freeze from the new batman adventures uh, we've talked we talked about in the archives at dcaureview.com on our I was I believe it was bonus episode number two as we talked about our top DCAU figures we talked a lot about Kenner and Hasbro and, and Mattel figures on that list but the redesign of the the Mr. Freeze that was such an iconic switch and actually made that made made my list of top top figures and, and reiterations of, the, of that character. So the new redesign, going with that Mr. Freeze first, with the spider legs and and the uh, removable head, and uh, mm. that, that look I thought was a bold move to go. But to me, despite the fact that the Mr. Freeze character really gets, you know, launches off of the Heart of Ice, that new look is a more toyetic type look. Yeah, I think that... that the B-Test design of Mr. Freeze, while good and very, very memorable, it's it's a little busy. You know, you get a lot of weird little, like it's blue and gray and black and purple and and you have the red goggles and that, that new Batman Adventures look is just, it's much more streamlined. We just have, you know, it's just black and blue suit with the red eyes. Um, and yeah, I think, I think it, it, it works, it works as well. And I, yeah, I, I think maybe again, because a lot of these, especially the earlier sets had, so many sort of alternate accessories putting the spider legs in there is just another accessory you can put in there with with the mr freeze figure versus if you do the batman the animated series version uh other than sort of alternate hands and sort of the more basic stuff and and a, and a freeze gun there aren't as many sort of easily made accessories to go with a uh a btas mr freeze well, it's funny that you brought up accessories because that's the other thing that made so many of these, uh, early, at least the early incarnations of these figures, so great is that they had so many episode-specific accessories. Series 1, Two-Face, he comes with his gas mask and Tommy gun and the bomb that he creates in one of your favorite episodes of all time uh, and in the launch of Tim Drake into the DCAU. 
That's right. From uh, from Sins of the Father. It's just yeah, it's this really memorable thing. And it's one of the first episodes of the new series. And it's yeah, the origin of, of this version of Tim Drake. And then, yeah, at the end, Two-Face has this plan to gas the city. And he has this really unique looking bomb, which is made. The bomb is going to be made by mixing these two deadly chemicals together. And, yeah, he puts the gas mask on and. And he's and he's firing the Tommy gun at uh, Batman and Batgirl before uh, before Robin shows up. So, yeah, to go that specific with it uh, was was really clever. And, and again, it, it's it gives you that thing again where it's more of a collectible item. So you're you're able if you want to for your figure photography or for your posing when you're when you're displaying these figures, you can not only just have a version of that character, but also have like a specific recreation of a specific scene or moment if you want to and that would continue throughout the line when the you know as we get into later sets later on there's uh the new batman adventures version of killer croc not only was one of his his accessories baby doll uh but (laughs) also it comes with a giant turkey like how many action figures come with a cartoon giant turkey like like a thanksgiving (laughs) turkey like it, what a unique accessory! They they uh, spared no no expense at least in the initial lines there. Uh, Liam, moving on to to series two, which came out in 2015. That one had uh, Batman the animated series versions of the Joker, Robin, and Man Bat, and then we get the new Batman Adventures Creeper, uh, also known as Jack Ryder. Uh, these are figures uh, again where. So we're two series in, and we don't yet have a Batman the Animated Series version of the Dark Knight himself. But I think, I think being able to focus on some of these other characters first, holding off some of the heavy hitters to later on, uh, really entices you to really get, to, for me at least, to get invested in the line as a whole. Absolutely. Um, it's interesting. Again, we talked about the first line was very new Batman Adventures heavy. This is sort of... A correction here where you get mostly Batman the Animated Series versions um, and and then the one I will say so recently uh, I have been piecing together I'm not trying to collect them all but I am sort of slowly piecing together some of these DC collectible figures because other than the Tim Drake Robin uh, I really hadn't gone out of my way to collect these just because I at the time I didn't really have the money or the space for it Sure. I still don't still don't really have the space, but I do have the money <laughs> now. So, so I'm doing it. Um, but my my thought was I really wanted so I really wanted a Nightwing, I really wanted a Batgirl, and then I figured, you know, I'll probably get a version of, you know, I'll get the BTAS versions of Batman and Robin and then a new Batman Adventures Batman and I'll be done. But as part of purchasing this, I bought a, a lot of figures off of eBay, uh, all mint on card of, of Nightwing, Batgirl a Harley Quinn and a uh, creeper. <laughs> and I like, I, with my plan being, I would sell the Harley and the creeper, uh, you know, even if I only get, you know, a quarter of what they're worth, at least it's, you know, I'm not, I didn't want them, but then I was looking at that creeper figure and like the accessories specifically that he comes with, including the Adam West Batman mask that he holds up to his face in, very memorably in that episode. Uh, I was like, God, they got me. Like, I think I got like, I think I got to keep the creeper now. I didn't plan on it, but I, I was kind of just going to collect the heroes of the set. But I guess he kind of qualifies. And later on, he's in the Justice League. So I, I guess that qualifies now. So I think I got to keep the creeper as well. 
Yeah, I think that, again, we talked about throughout when we're looking at specific designs based on certain artists. Obviously, this is this is all based on the Bruce Tim art, but, you know, the different artists that ended up working on on the storyboarding and the actual episodes. Obviously, Bruce Tim's not responsible for the drawings of all of those, but translating that unique Bruce Tim, at least initial drawing, and then the additional animators that worked on it, that creeper look into an action figure, it's outstanding. I think the Kenner, mm-hmm. the Kenner slash Hasbro version of that creeper figure was already a fantastic translation of that design. Uh, yep, this, that, I made, think, uh, that made my top list in uh, back in bonus episode number two. There you go. I, I, and I think that this holds its own with that set. And like you said, the accessories sort of pushing it over the top is like, man, that's so, so, so great. When else are you going to get a Batman Adam West style mask that was used in a brief, you know, brief two second bit in that episode right. uh, with another figure. So, uh, moving forward here, we finally get to Series 3. That has uh, the new Batman Adventures, Poison Ivy. Uh, we get a Batman the Animated Series, Penguin, Batman the Animated Series, Batman, and Batman the Animated Series, Riddler. Liam, I think uh, standing out in this line has to be the fact that you get your first classic Batman the Animated Series, Dark Knight. I think... Mm-hmm. I think this was a little bit of a swing and a miss, though. They have they have since updated it with a couple. They've released this figure probably four or five times since this initial release in different variations and two packs. Yes. And, uh, so they've made subtle subtle upgrades to it. I think the initial release was a little bit of a swing and a miss. Doesn't quite hold up. But I think they've made subsequent upgrades that make it that make it stand out and, and, and hold pretty true to the design. Yeah, absolutely. Um, that the the biggest one for me is the problem is the symbol on his chest yep they they gave him like the 1989 michael keaton bat and like if you just if you just glance at it you don't notice that there's a difference between that and sort of the regular yellow oval bat design but they it is it's a it's a unique thing there's like little extra points on the bottom of the bat and and like it's it's enough that it's noticeable if you're a freak like us right <laughs> um, and and who you know and so that was like the first thing and i honestly think that was sort of while i was still kind of on the fence of everything uh while i wasn't able to uh why i didn't uh, other than the money thing why i wasn't super into collecting these at first was like i was like well i would start with a batman probably and then i looked at the batman the animated series version and i <laughs> i saw a uh a very uh i saw that bat symbol and that was like ooh, we're gonna have to wait until they fix that before i start uh, dipping my toes in here much further yeah yeah i'm i'm with you that that would be the that would be the one that you probably wouldn't want to get wrong is the uh is the um, the dark knight the most iconic version of the character that you're basing this whole series on but uh, as, as i said I, th- I think so they did just recently release this as part of the first wave of batman the adventures continue has the the cell shading with the the blue highlights that go through. To me, I think that's the best version of this figure. Uh, maybe mm-hmm. the Bat Cycle version, a close second. But as I said, there's plenty of this version to go out and get if you are looking to start a Batman the Animated Series collection. Um, it doesn't mean it's going to be cheap necessarily because it's still Batman and it's still this sort of limited run of figures, but uh, definitely more of this figure than, than maybe any other figure out there uh, to go get on the secondary market. 
may even be able to find it in a, in a local comic book shop if you are fortunate. Uh, all right, so next series after that, we get the new Batman Adventures version of Batgirl. This was scheduled for a re-release with a couple corrections, Liam. Uh, there's some highlights that are missing off the top of her head. She kind of has the full black cow instead of a blue cow like she's supposed to have, but mm-hmm. uh, it's still the iconic, you're filling out your new Batman Adventures Bat family as we go along here, because you also get Tim Drake Robin, which I think of all, I think there's uh, between the Mattel, the Hasbro, and this version, this has to be the the best uh, incarnation of that Tim Drake new Batman Adventures Robin. Yeah, I think the Kenner version has a little bit of like uh, that has a special place in my heart because it was the first, um, and it's a solid figure. And same with same with that Mattel version. Um, but yeah, this they just nailed it. The way the hair is sculpted, uh, you know, all the different accessories that again we we talked about the different hands and the you know he comes with the handcuffs from the Scarecrow episode and uh, really some really creative stuff. And you know, he has a battering that you can fit into one of his hands. And that's maybe the one thing I think the battering's a little too small, like, uh, but other than that, it's pretty much a perfect figure and the lightness and everything to, to that, that version, that design of that character is, is really perfect and spot on. Absolutely. Rounding out that set was Harley from Batman the Animated Series. So we get Harley Quinn as her first appearance in any sort of form. Uh, finally gets finally gets a figure um, based on her first iconic appearance. Uh, I will say that it was at this point that they started releasing a couple additional things. So this is the, they released the Batmobile around the same time. Liam, this led to maybe the best commercial for product. I think the only commercial for product that DC directed and maybe one of my, my favorite commercials for a Batman product of all time, we get a Paul Dini and Kevin Smith uh, advert for the Batman, uh, the animated series slash the new Batman Adventures studio commercial riffing off of some of the original Batman, the animated series Kenner commercials from the nineties. And it's just absolutely perfect and fun. Uh, just the, lots of fun to be had here, but they introduced the Batmobile at the end of that commercial. The Batmobile has uh, has working lights, which is pretty fantastic. Uh, so the, the thing is, with all of the accessories and the, the vehicles and everything that comes with these, because these are six and a half or seven inch tall action figures, and they did the vehicles true to scale, all of the vehicles are absolutely massive. <laughs> yes. Yes, these are... <laughs> Taking up a lot of real estate on any uh, any shelves if you're trying to display this one. Yeah, so of course they would eventually release the Bat Plane. Also, uh, we'll get into that, and then the Bat Cycle. Uh, I do not have uh, the Bat Plane or the Batmobile in my collection because I don't have real estate for them. I have recently had a little FOMO about them because. Uh, as we'll see as we go through here, the price of all of these figures, Liam, as you would know, as you're trying to piece together a smaller collection here, these are not cheap. These are good investments. Yes. If, you're looking, if you're looking to invest in something, Batman the Animated Series figures are the way to go. Yeah, definitely. It's, it is. <laughs> right. Like, as you said, even for me, who's just looking for kind of a few specific pieces, it's been it's been a bit of a challenge and I've, I've been able to get a couple nice deals uh, from personal friends who were looking to get rid of some of their collection. Uh, I picked up the a version of the BTAS Batman expressions pack, which has a, you know, a bunch of, 
a bunch of interchangeable heads. Of course, they also did ones like that for uh, Joker and Harley later on as well. But um, that was a that that was a steal. (laughs) I'll say that. And uh, he gave my friend gave me a very good deal on it. But uh, yeah, trying to just piece together minor things from the main toy line can be a little pricey, uh, much less trying to piece together these sort of massive hulking uh, vehicles that they made. Save your pennies. That's the moral of both of these episodes. Yep. Um, all right. Moving on, Liam. We have our next series here. Another bat, new Batman Adventures heavy series. We get Roxy Rocket with her rocket, actually. So that was a deluxe figure. Uh, we get Mad Hatter from Batman the Animated Series. We get the new Batman Adventures Bane. And we also get the appearance of Nightwing. So Nightwing, a popular character, obviously. The, interesting that they went with this Bane look before releasing the the classic bane look uh the yeah. more the more leather leather daddy version of bane i guess you could go with he went uh, to the store and said he was looking for something that said dad likes leather and <laughs> this is what they gave him so you get that version of bane which honestly between the two i think i prefer the new batman adventure style as goofy as it is um and as you become an adult you realize what some of the design points are based on it's even more creepy but (laughs) with that that said uh, i i i've always loved that design of bane he is a very top heavy figure though because he has this giant broad shoulders and spindly little legs but i will point out also we get our very first and only figure the to date of Roxy Rocket, who of course was a creation of Bruce Tim and Paul Dini, and made her appearance in the Batman Holiday Special, and then uh, eventually gets translated over to a new Batman Adventures uh, episode here. But we get that's that's pretty cool that we get some of these ancillary characters that we've never gotten made into figure form before, and speaks to the depth and willingness of the uh, the designers to go kind of deep cuts in this line. Yeah, absolutely. This is another one of obviously she didn't reach the the fame that a, that a Harley Quinn certainly did uh, as far as creations that came out of uh, Paul Dini and Bruce Tim and Eric Radomski's work on uh, on Batman the Animated Series and then the new Batman Adventures. But uh, yeah, she's such and she, you know that whole episode is is a while. It's a, it's one I'm I'm fascinated. I. I it's one of the ones I've purposefully stayed away from rewatching until it's time to watch it for our show. And uh, we do our Batman reviews in order. So we're still quite a ways off from it, but I, I, she's such an interesting character of this, this like failed stunt woman that was sort of blackballed from the business because she wouldn't take it. Like she refused to protect herself. Like she just wanted to make the stunts <laughs> as risky as possible. And when the stunt world no longer interested her, she of course turned to a life of crime and becomes this wild thief flying around on this giant rocket. It's such a it's such a simple thing, and it's one of those characters where uh, it could have existed any time from like 1941 through today, and it feels like it fits. And uh, yeah, that that sort of timeless nature of a lot of the characters that they they either adapted or in this case created for the show. Yeah, I'm I'm so happy she got a figure and. That uh that she, that she came with the rocket because that's such a such a big point the climax uh, so to speak of that episode <laughs> is is uh, all about you know Batman and her sort of fighting on this rocket so it's uh yeah it's very memorable we'll say that that is for sure moving on f- wrapping up 2015 for the single carded releases lane we get Scarecrow. 
from the new Batman Adventures look, another character that I think benefited greatly from the redesign. Mm-hmm. Yeah, definitely. There's there's no question about that. That's such... We talked about it, obviously, earlier with the Arkham uh, looks, but for some reason in the comics for a very long time and kind of still today, Scarecrow never really looked scary. And uh, I think those Arkham designs took him in, a, in an interesting direction, but here this... This new Batman Adventures look where he's sort of this, it literally looks like he's a corpse and he's sort of this, he's in this like old Southern preacher outfit. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's, fa- it's fascinating. And he has like the noose around his neck and this weird staff. And it's such a, just a completely unique uh, line. These are definitely uh, the, the new Batman Adventures Scarecrow episodes. I was definitely not allowed to watch even before I had seen them to decide if it scared me or not. <laughs> <laughs> uh, New Batman Adventure Scarecrow was like immediately banned by our parents when we were go- uh, for for me and uh, for our sister when we were growing up because of just the the creepiness and overall sort of horror movie monster version of that design. Yeah, and I mean he's one of those figures that you can put on your shelf and you can je- like hear Jeffrey Combs speaking. Like that's mm-hmm. it's another one of those that translates well into a toy. It's a very toyetic, as creepy as it is, it's a very toyetic looking figure. Um, so wrapping up the the 2015 line, we also got the aforementioned Croc, Killer Croc, and Baby Doll two pack. Uh, we get the Mask of the Phantasm 2-pack, which we get a re-release of the standard Batman animated series figure with a Phantasm. This is the only way that you could get the Phantasm. This is another one of those sets that is extremely hard to come by for a reasonable price nowadays. And then you also had the Mad Love 2-pack, which was a uh, unique release of Harley Quinn in her nighty and a, uh, a new version. Well, it was just a re-release version of the Joker from the Batman, the animated series uh, in, uh, in a package that also came with a graphic novel. Uh, so you got that at the end of 2015. Uh, interesting idea to pack sort of one character that had already been released in with a new character with a, sort of a variant, different costume look there with that. Um, not a, not always a fan of the repacks with a unique character that you have to also obtain like a duplicate of a character. That's something that, that Mattel was famous for towards the end of that Justice League Unlimited run that they did, where you must buy the entire three-package pack, but you're going to pretty much just discard two of these figures because you really only need the one new figure. Right. Yes, great that was a, that was classic Mattel line. Great, great marketing gimmicks though. Great way yes. to, to milk your milk your fan base. All mm-hmm. right, starting out here, Liam, in 2016. Let's see here. 2016 started out with Zatanna, uh, Jim Gordon, both from Batman the Animated Series, Rachel Ghoul, also from from Batman the Animated Series, with his dog mask and cape <laughs> look. And then uh, from the new Batman Adventures, we got a two-pack of Etrigan the Demon and Clarion the Witch Boy, which in and of itself is a pretty unique two-pack. Uh, any thoughts on that that line there? Yeah, I think, uh, well, this was the demon-heavy line. We had the demon Etrigan and the demon's head, Rachel Ghoul. <laughs> uh, and we have Zatanna who battles, battles demons with magic. That's right. I think Zatanna's the coolest one of this set because, again, that's a very iconic episode. We haven't gotten to review it yet, but we're uh, we're fast approaching that one in our uh, in our reviews of Batman. But because again, to that point in Batman the Animated Series, we hadn't seen many outside uh, DC heroes besides 
besides Batman and Robin, or even really had a lot of references to it. And obviously this is, uh, you know, her, her version in Batman, the animated series, it's much more grounded. It's not even really implied that she is like a sorceress. Most of what she does seems to be based on, you know, sleight of hand and, and, and misdirection. But, uh, but yeah, that's, that's such an iconic episode and sort of one of the first instances of getting to see Batman team up with another DC hero. I know that's a character very near, dear to Paul Dini's heart. Uh, he, you know, he got to write a solo series and in fact, he married a magician later in his life. So <laughs> I know he, he talked about always wanting to work Zatanna into the, into the series. And yeah, I, th- I think that's probably the standout to me, but I mean, as far as the intricacy and sort of just a cool looking figure, that Etrigan is also really special. Yeah, I mean, another character who doesn't have a ton of action figures, uh, just based on the fact that he's a demon. It's not a very marketable action figure. So, uh, well, probably more than you would think. He did get a Justice League Unlimited figure. He did get a DC Universe Collectibles. He had had at least one DC Direct figure. So probably more than you would think. But, uh, yeah, a character that that maybe uh, was... Uh, underutilized, but can also fit in with uh, another series of figures that we'll talk about in just a little bit here, uh, based on his appearances later on in the DCAU. Uh, next series, we have a re-release of the Batmobile that came with Batman and Robin from Batman Animated Series. We get Anti-Firesuit Batman, and what would Anti-Firesuit Batman be without his counterpart, Firefly? So we get two very episode-specific costumes here. Uh, with Torch Song here. So we have Firefly and Anti-Firesuit Batman. Liam, uh, it, even though the Anti-Firesuit Batman only made one appearance in the entire series, uh, I think the look itself deserves a figure. It's it's a unique look, and it's one of those cases where a uh, what may have been just a Kenner action figure in another line is actually in continuity. So why the heck not make an action figure of it? Absolutely. It's it's a really striking design. It's so simple. He's just, you know, a black armored suit with the kind of the gray accents or silver accents to it. It's really simple, but it's so striking. And obviously that's a very memorable scene in the uh, Torch Song debut episode of Firefly. Or was it his debut? We don't know anymore. But uh, <laughs> as far as we know, uh, yeah. That, so having that and pairing that, being able to pair that with the Firefly from the same set is really cool. And of course, wrapping up that set, we also had another Batman and Robin two-pack, this time with a fully light-up Bat-Signal. Yeah, I just uh, I was actually just able to secure a Bat-Signal. I didn't have one before. I got one within the last couple months to add to the set. It's a fully working Bat-Signal, which is pretty cool. It switches on and off and uh, actually pairs well with uh, the aforementioned Jim Gordon figure and a figure in our next set, Liam, which is uh, Harvey Bullock. And this is one of the figures... Very underrated, understated figure from this set. Uh, looks like he jumped right out of, a, of, of one of the Batman the Animated Series cartoons. Uh, really, really well done for a character who maybe only has one other figure being from the Gotham television si- uh, series. But mm-hmm. uh, not, not too many, if any, versions of this character in uh, action figure form. And one who had a big enough role in that original series to deserve it. Agreed. Yeah, it's it's cool to see him, and he he's such a memorable kind of colorful supporting character, especially in the original Batman the Animated Series. That absolutely, uh, he he deserved a figure before uh, before all was said and done with this line. Yeah, 
so finishing up this line, you get uh, Talia to go with your your Rachel Ghoul from the previous set. Uh, you get the new Batman adventure, <laughs> Adventures version redesign, controversial redesign of the Joker, <laughs> and then another figure who has not had enough figures of him made, and that is the Ventriloquist. Uh, he had a late Hasbro era Batman the animated series figure in like a four pack release, Liam. But uh, a, a a guy holding a ventriloquist doll is apparently not toyetic enough uh, to have many action figures made. So it's it's cool to see uh, uh, Arnold and his uh, his little his dummy here uh, get <laughs> get made into an a- actual figure. Yeah, I, that's really cool. I think there was a the Batman ventriloquist figure made. Oh, um, good point. With uh, with that version of Stark uh, with Scarface, but yeah, definitely a rarity, and to have that um, again, not a character who is in certainly as many episodes as the Joker or Two Face or Penguin, but certainly still very memorable in those appearances, and uh, the the very memorable uh, again, one of those things you hear you hear. Uh, <laughs> it's weird because he also went on to vo- voice Perry White, but uh, George Dunn's voice coming out of the of uh, Scarface <laughs> there yelling at. Uh, the ventriloquist Arnold, who is also played by George Dunza, having the same guy do both voices, I think was also very clever. So, yeah, it's one of those things where as soon as you see it, you can kind of remember, remember lines uh, from from the show. So that's that's really good. Uh, I, yeah, but not it's not necessarily a heavy hitters line other than that Joker. I guess it's kind of surprising that we were over two years deep into this line before we got another version of the Joker, which. Whether or not people like that redesign or not, it's the Joker, so you know it's going to sell. So, <laughs> so I mean, an impressive amount of restraint shown to wait this long. Yeah, I, I think I, that's another reason why we appreciate this line is that they didn't just do what you typically do, is just spit out the most popular characters every single line uh, at, or feeling like they needed to, to do that to anchor it. I, I think at times that maybe allowed this these sets to sit on the shelves in certain comic shops for a while. A lot of these figures were very accessible, available on Amazon at, at lower prices for a, a long time. Uh, mm-hmm. But the thing is that they were, they were definitely produced in limited amounts. Thus, when those sort of reserves dried up, uh, these have become more and more scarce over the last couple of years. That, that Joker figure I can remember sitting on, sitting on Amazon for a very long time at like 22 bucks. And now it's a, uh, it's probably probably close to to $200, if not a little bit over that. Uh, So definitely worth an investment. Liam, why don't you wrap us up for the rest of uh, 2016 here? Yeah, so our our final set there of 2016 was we had a couple of not straight-up re-releases, but some interesting ones. We have a Christmas with the Joker or holiday Joker figure, complete in his lovely red sweater and his Santa hat. Um, uh, uh, that's a really cool, again, it's, it's from a very specific episode, but it's probably one of a lot of people, you know, when you, that's one of their favorite or most nostalgic memories of Batman, the animated series is that Christmas with the Joker episode. So it's cool to see him get a figure here. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, he comes with his little elf hand, uh, <laughs> which you can look at. And there is a, a, a scheduled re-release of this figure uh, in the Batman The Adventures Continue line. We're not sure if that's one of the ones that's going to make the cut or not, but that is scheduled to come up here in, in uh, just, a, just a couple months here. So we'll see with a with a metallic shiny repaint. Again, one yes. of those figures that's a little more scarce to come by. So uh, if you're looking to add that to the uh, to your collection, maybe cross your fingers that it's it squeezed out uh, in the last set of, of the Adventures Continue line. 
Yeah, sadly, we didn't get a uh, Summer Gleason figure that you could taunt so that Joker could taunt her <laughs> about her mother dying on the train accident with his little hand puppet. But yeah, still a great figure. Oh, so good. Uh, you also had the Batwing, as we talked about, the, another oversized vehicle here. Um, just a massive thing. Again, great that they made it, but unless you have just unlimited space or maybe you're getting really creative and you're like hanging stuff from the ceiling uh probably going to be difficult to find a space for this uh on your shelf or in your details it's probably sitting in a box in your corner unless you have a massive house or a massive massive display room yeah and then uh, rounding out that set to end 2016 we had a New Batman Adventures re, uh, a release of Harley, which is, you know, pretty darn close to the she was probably the character who had the least changed about her. Ironically, considering how much the Joker changed, um, she probably has the least change. But we do get a really I think the face is a little different color and she does come with an alternate head uh, representing the fake Harley that Joker hires in, uh, in the uh, Joker's Millions episode, who has a very like. Fran Drescher from the nanny style laugh and uh and has like these really small beady eyes and it's it's again it was it's just a clever little thing to throw in there with uh with the figure really to make this a little bit give you a little more bang for your buck with what is not quite a re-release but pretty close to one yeah absolutely and then of course we had the Clayface figure rounding that out the Batman the Animated Series version of Clayface and uh, you can go back in our archives at dcaureview.com or on your favorite podcast app. Uh, Feet of Clay, one of my personal favorites. I know one of your one of a high, high, highly ranked episode for you as well of that series. So to see uh, see that Clayface finally get sort of recreated here is uh, that's a big one for the line. That's one that makes me a little itchy about maybe collecting a few of the villains as well because I I just love that Clayface so much. Well, save your pennies. That's another <laughs> another one that you're not going to find for less than less than triple digits at this point. Um, that was that was another one that I saw hanging around for a little bit and uh, decided to pounce on it as I as I sensed that things were sort of drying up. And I'm happy that I did because it is it is the unique figure and that it comes with multiple very expressive heads. It wasn't an expressions pack per se. Uh, but uh, there are multiple expressive heads that come with it. It comes with interchangeable hands and arms, as you mentioned, with different, uh, you know, the spiked ball or the the axe hand. Uh, mm-hmm. So again, it, they they used the the deluxe figure as they had with Manbat to sort of uh, expound and and incorporate more things. I wish there had been more. At first, I I sort of scoffed at the idea of an expressions pack just because it felt like a cash grab and a way to get people to buy something for for different heads, especially when they were already including multiple heads in a couple of the other figure sets. But, you know, looking at it, looking back at it now, it would have been a way to sort of continue the series and allow new collectors to get involved and and sort of collect at a later time without having to pay secondary prices while also Mm -hmm. giving old collectors uh, an enticing uh, idea to go out and and get figures they already own. So (laughs) why they they didn't do that, I'm I'm not quite sure. I think there's a lot of life that's left in this uh, series, as we'll talk about probably in a little bit. But yeah, Clayface is a a good one uh, that that remains true to that that episode, one of the uh, one of the ten poles in the uh, in the Batman animated series uh, first run there. Agreed. And that would bring us into 2017. And this first set in 2017, we got a lot of multi-packs 
with some really unique elements in them, including kicking us off with a three-pack featuring Batman Beyond characters. Yep, this is another one. Uh, this one, I think, might be the most sought-after or expensive uh, multi-pack out there right now. I recently saw... Uh, multiple listings for this over $200. Uh, yeah, sorry, Liam. If you ever, if this <laughs> up here, you better better save those searches on eBay and hope that somebody puts one up. Uh, you know, doesn't know what they have here, puts one up in a lot that they don't realize that they have because uh, this is a this is a figure set that uh, has a little bit of scale issues. Bruce is massive, and Terry is sort of uh, sort of a lot smaller. Which I understand Terry's supposed to be a teenager in the show, but I think uh, scaling is one of the things that they could have fixed in a couple of these figures. Nightwing is significantly shorter than Batman. Uh, Robin is significantly shorter than than Batman in the Batman the Animated Series set. Bruce is massive, and for somebody who's supposed to be sort of a an aging old man, to me should be shrinking a little bit. And right. Terry could be a little bit bigger, but it does come with the Ace the Bat Hound accessory, and uh, Bruce does have a cane, which I thought was an awesome pack-in. Uh, of course, Terry has a, a set of wings that you can add on, and comes with a the uh, the the Batman Beyond Batarangs. So uh, yeah, this is a great set. I don't know that they captured Terry's look completely. I think he looks more like the Burger King toy than he does <laughs> sort of his actual look in the in the series. I think he has a little more of a square jaw. So I, I don't think the likeness is completely there. Bruce is a great figure though. Pretty much captures that light, likeness uh, spot on. Uh, so while this is one of the most expensive sets to to go after out there, it's maybe maybe uh, comes up a little bit short, I think, in execution for me. I think that's fair. And uh, speaking of some other of these multi packs, we had the Girls' Night Out set, which featured, of course, not only Batgirl, uh, New Batman Adventures Batgirl, and re-releases of her Harley Quinn and Poison Ivy, but also two of the only Superman the Animated Series figures that we got out of all of these lines, that being Supergirl and Livewire. Yeah, uh, Supergirl is, again, a victim of some scaling issues. Her arms are really long compared to her body, and she kind of has a bobblehead. But uh, it was nice that they were able to to get these figures out, especially giving you a taste. Uh, you know, it's, it's hard to tell whether or not, um, as we'll cover in just a little bit here, whether or not they were going to start releasing uh, a Superman, the animated series line to go along with this. And it just didn't perform well. Maybe these were part of a, a first line that were going to come out for that Superman. So they figured out how to get them out in sort of a, a five pack. I, I don't know. I don't know if this was a testing of the waters to see if these characters were, were marketable enough. I, I don't know. I think, I mean, I have my theories about that, but it is nice that we get, we get at least two additional characters here. Uh, but it sort of does leave your Superman, uh, characters, character set feel a little incomplete based on uh, the roster that we know could have been included. For sure. And, uh, yeah, rounding out that first set, we have what we already mentioned, the Batman and Joker expressions pack, tons of more accessories, as well as uh, you know, uh, you know, almost a dozen alternate heads uh, of every sort of expression you could want your Batman or Joker to display. So uh, yeah, pretty clever, uh, pretty clever ways you mentioned to sort of allow people to jump in if they need some of those basic meat and potatoes figures for if they're just starting the collection, but also giving 
working long-term collectors like yourself kind of at least you have to at least think about it for a second when when you see when you see some of the cool stuff like that in the expressions pack so that finished out that set and that brought us to our next set here in 2017 which of course featured another three pack that being uh the from the legends of the dark knight episode we got the new batman adventures versions the bruce tim versions of frank miller's uh batman uh carrie kelly robin and the mutant leader yeah this is one of those that feels very much like a cash grab um <laughs> they were i mean i think they were they were releasing a whole bunch of the dark knight uh, returns style at that time i know they had re-released some of the uh frank miller designed figures uh, from that series and i think this was an anniversary of that that story so uh, it was a nice way for them to incorporate these figures but and i have them uh because they're a part of this series, but to me, they're my least favorite and make the, the least amount of sense because it's really, it's not, it's not in continuity. It's, you know, somebody's made up tale about what Batman is supposed to be. It's a nice, yeah. ep- I mean, it's a fun episode, but they didn't do the, the Dick Sprang version uh, of the characters to go along with these. So more or less, they just sit on the back of my display and take up a lot of room because the Batman is again, a very, top-heavy figure based on its design and the mutant while standing out because of its design it's it just sits in the back of my display so uh i could have done without this set i think that's fair i like i recently acquired a loose on ebay the robin and the mutant leader and uh, the mutant leader pretty much immediately went to a uh, a baggy a little plastic bag and don't really have much use for him but uh, I did. I do like that there was a, a a DCAU style Carrie Kelly Robin because again, sort of any and all Robins interest me, and and I like having that because um, I'm unlikely to ever collect the rest of or any other iterations of the Carrie Kelly Robin. So I was like, well, I can fold her in as part of this DCAU set. So I appreciated that for the Robin, but yeah, I do. I did not need a massive three character release for for this one sort of. You know, short sequence. It's a, again a fun episode. Uh, I think a lot. I think very nostalgic for certain people. But yeah, maybe maybe we didn't need that when there are certain omissions, which we'll get to later. But the rest of that set, you had uh, a new Batman Adventures Riddler. Um, you had uh, finally. I can't believe it took us this long to get it. A, a new Batman Adventures Catwoman. And again, finally, I can't believe it took us this long to get it. A Batman the Animated Series Batgirl. So some some heavy hitters rounding out this set to go with that Dark Knight three pack. Yeah, the Riddler uh, was a character. Obviously, we haven't reviewed any of the episodes from the new Batman Adventures yet in our standard episodes. But that's a character that was vastly underused, especially when you think of the talented uh, John Glover and his voice talents, uh, you know, what he meant to that original Batman animated series. He he just sort of didn't seem to to fit into the redesign somehow. I think some of it had to do with the actual design of the character based on what his original character was in that Batman, the animated series, maybe Uh, he does have a couple of minor appearances, but there's no real Riddler episode in that uh, new Batman Adventures. So him being sort of a background character, it kind of makes sense why they waited to do, do it uh, a figure of his Uh, with that said, obviously Catwoman, 
plays a, a major role in uh, a couple of episodes in that new Batman Adventures series. So waiting that long to release her was interesting as well. Uh, Batgirl, it's a, another one of those, it's a swing and a miss. I'm not a fan of the actual sculpting of the figure itself. It uh, doesn't quite look look like the the character design in the episode um one of those that could have could have probably stood to get a re-release at some point if this uh if this had continued into 2021 or 2022 uh Mm -hmm. unfortunately we'll never know uh i appreciate the fact that you were able to sort of finish out your bat team uh but uh it's it's probably one of my least favorite of the Batman animated series uh figures from from the from the original <laughs> animated series. Yeah, I think that's fair. Uh again, because even though she only had a few appearances, that is such an important character. So you would want that to be kind of a, a home run figure and when it's when even if it's just okay, I think that's kind of a uh a little bit of a disappointment, but yeah, then we had sort of rounding out the year in Batman figures in 2017. We had two more, which was a, a five pack called the GCPD rogues gallery five pack, which uh, I think you can talk more to this than I can Cal. This among other things is the only way to get a Renee Montoya Batman, the animated series figure. Correct. That is correct. So initially when this was released, again, this is a five pack. So it was priced at, probably $200 or so uh, by, by any means, not cheap. <laughs> um, even though you are right. getting five, five unique action figures that came with Bane, Mr. Freeze. Uh, again, these are the first time that you could obtain his character, Bane, Mr. Freeze, Poison Ivy, and Killer Croc, along with your Renee Montoya and a very nice display box that, that lit up and, maybe was not very practical to display in and of itself, but it was a unique display item. Um, but I think the price tag scared a lot of people off initially, but the dirty little secret that nobody seemed to know or understand was that DC really didn't produce a lot of these. So those that were out there got bought up, and when they got bought up, in a very quick amount of time, this went from a, a box set that was going for maybe on on sale at Amazon and for 180 started to steadily creep up and dry, the the stock uh, dried up and you weren't able to find these for retail price anymore and they started creeping up and creeping up nowadays uh, I think your general listings for these, I think I most spoke before in saying that that Batman Beyond set was the most expensive. This is definitely the most expensive set to find <laughs> out there uh, because most listings are anywhere between uh, $350 and, and $600 for the, the set. And the sad thing is, is that these figures got uh, all four of the five got re-released. Uh, so the collectors were able to get these, not with all the accessories and not with all the extra hands and stuff that like that. Most of them, uh, the villains got re-released, which was good for the characters. But in order to, I think, sort of appease those people that dropped that initial $200 uh, on that original item, they have not re-released the Renee Montoya. So that is one of the rarest figures of this entire set. And it's a shame because it's such a unique figure. It's such a gorgeous, like true to the animation style figure and fits so well with your Gordon and your Bullock and is the only figure of this character made to date, I believe. Uh, yeah, unless there's, is there a Renee Montoya question? Maybe. Mm. Maybe. Mm, maybe, I but I don't think there I don't is. Think so. I don't think there is. Uh, yeah, so this might literally be the only Renee Montoya figure, despite her even kind of getting a second life in the comics as a 
fully fledged superhero. Um, so yeah, that's that's insanely rare. Yeah, I would have hoped for if not a a any kind of re-release if they had done a maybe later on a, a new Batman Adventures multi pack with her and sort of her detective outfit. Um, that would I think that would have been at least at least something there. Unfortunately, that looks like that's a that's a pipe dream. So yeah, if you you want that Mount Toya uh, even loose, I'm sure it's going to cost you uh, quite a few pennies. So yep, <laughs> start and, saving. Uh, <laughs> that's right. That's right. That's, uh, that's the catchphrase of this episode. But we have uh, rounding out our 2017 Batman toys. We had a like a Batcave playset uh, with uh, the first Batman the Animated Series Alfred figure. Yep. The only way you could get this figure also was purchasing the entire Batcave set, or you could do what I did, which was find somebody that was selling the figure loose on eBay. Uh, I did not purchase the Batcave set. Again, this is something that looked cool. Uh, it was a great idea, but takes up a lot of real estate. So unless you have, unless you are just collecting these figures, or if you are just, if you have a massive amount of room and a significant other that lets you put your display wherever you want to, uh, <laughs> it's not exactly a practical, a practical piece to own. Uh, so for that reason, I don't own the actual Batcave itself. It's a beautiful piece, uh, you know, comes with a Bat computer and a, and a computer chair. And again, it comes with the Alfred and Alfred came with his own stand and a lot of unique accessories, teapot and, uh, you know, tr- serving tray that he has. But, uh, again, I was, I was fortunate enough to be able to pick one up loose off of eBay. Uh, but that is a character that again was only available through that and, uh, unfortunately was not re-released. So that's going to be another one that's going to be a little pricey to try and obtain absolutely and that will bring us to as we sort of touched on earlier cal very few superman representations in these various lines but in 2017 in addition to that girls night out five pack we also got the release of a superman and lois lane two pack kind of the only product that has the superman the animated series logo on it and uh, yeah, we have a, a Superman and a Lois, which is it's cool to have. I'm glad, certainly glad they made it. And actually, this is one that at least as of the pandemic was just sitting on uh, my local comic store shelves and I've been eyeing it for a while. And uh, I've, of course, I think as as luck would probably have it, it probably won't be there when I go back. Uh, if I decide <laughs> to pick this up. But it was sitting there for well over two years. Um, for whatever reason, I guess this maybe because this was it really for the Superman figures. Other than that, Livewire and Supergirl, we we never got a full set of these, so maybe people didn't want to start an incomplete collection, so to speak. But I, it is kind of a cool novelty to at least have a Superman from from you know one of the one of the pillars of the DCAU. Yeah, for a time, this was the only way that you could get this character. Obviously, such an iconic episode in, in one that we've covered in, in the archives at DCAUreview.com, which you can check out. Uh, but, uh, uh, you know, the world's finest, whether it's the world's finest or Batman Superman movie, whichever you want to call it, uh, mm-hmm. being able to put this Superman next to your The New Batman Adventures Batman is is pretty awesome. And you get Lois, who, again, is, is another character that deserved deserves more figures than she's probably had made dc direct and maybe the one late era hasbro kenner figure are the are the sole suppliers of of real lois lane figures uh to be made so uh such an iconic character and especially this incarnation of this character gets 
gets a uh, a character. I, I thought it would have been would have been good if if there was a rumored uh, mentioned during the Batman the Adventures Continue uh, talk and reveal of those figures. Uh, Paul Dini mentioned that they were going to be doing more Superman the Animated Series figures, probably in response to the uh, 25th anniversary of the of the series coming up. Or the 20th anniversary, 25th anniversary, the series coming out. Uh, mm-hmm. Unfortunately, it appears that's not something that we we're going to see, but I was hoping that these figures would get a re-release at some point. But uh, yeah, guess guess that's uh, not to be. <laughs> yeah, sadly, uh, it looks like our you just have those four to get. So I guess if, if you're if you're a completionist for the DC Direct Superman line, it's pretty easy uh, there you go. to to collect that line but yeah it's it's a it's a little sad but it is cool still as a little novelty to have that superman lois pack but that will bring us into the year 20 is 2018 or 2019 2019 is the next is the next line yep no no figures released in 2018 okay because justice league says 2018 on it oh we we can we can go to justice league that's fine okay and that will bring us to really the only DCAU figures released in 2018, those being uh, Justice League-based uh, a based series that was, for a time at least, exclusive to the DC Universe app store, um, which featured Batman, Green Lantern, Hawkgirl, Wonder Woman, The Flash, Superman, Martian Manhunter, and for some reason Aquaman was the eighth guy we got, I guess, perhaps because he was preparing to have a major motion picture released and people figured there would be demand for him. But uh, yeah, so we have eight justice league figures, the only DCAU figures released in 2018. And uh, we get the, the seven members of the justice league and Aquaman. Yeah, these were, these unfortunately were victims of cost cutting. And uh, I think were sort of maybe things that maybe had already been worked out and been in, from my recollection, they were in uh, comic store solicits, uh, no pictures, but they were in solicits at least for maybe part of 2017 and that didn't get worked up. Uh, there was a sort of a paradigm shift at one point from DC Direct uh, based on rumors that people on uh, different forums and, and message boards would talk about that the the head of DC Direct was more interested in focusing on statues because of uh, the ability, the markups, and the the profit that you get off of statues was higher than than it is on action figures. So they were sort of DC Direct was sort of steering away uh, from action figures. So uh, mm-hmm. to me, that makes a lot of sense based on the fact that these figures came out again. They were relegated directly to at least initially uh, before the re-release this year, uh, just to the the DC Universe uh, comic book or DC Universe app store. Those were the only places you had to subscribe to the DC Universe in order to be able to pick these up, and they were priced at like $28 or $30 or something like that, uh, despite not having any sort of accessories or extra hands or extra heads or anything. It was literally just a figure in a box. Uh, so it was a little <laughs> bit disappointing. It was great to be able to get these figures, in again, in plastic form. I think there are a couple that are home runs. The Superman and the Batman are just fantastic martian manhunter again is another one that's knocked out of the park uh unfortunately there was a swing and a miss i'd say on the on the john stewart green lantern still nice to have this figure but he's massively short his head doesn't quite uh, look right and uh his his green lantern ring is not very prominent it looks kind of like an afterthought on the figure 
the Flash has weird hands, and and uh, <laughs> as I mentioned, no accessories. So Wonder Woman does not have her lasso, and Shaira does not have her mace. So you're kind of left with coming up with your own versions of these uh, if you want to want to make them look relatively normal. Uh, with that said, I would say that I think this Batman, the Justice League version of the Batman, of all of the Batmans that they've done, is my favorite, and I think one of the best uh, DC wow. directors ever did. It's it's just a fantastic figure. The way the cape goes over the shoulders, the it's it's a very good representation uh, compared to the other the other two that they did from the other series uh, of Batman. Uh, I think it looks straight off of the straight out of the uh, the cartoon. I would say. Yeah, that's a good point. Um, yeah, y- it really hit me when you said that, though. But the idea of doing a hawk girl figure and not having a mace with it is like, seems like it should be a crime. <laughs> like, Quite frankly, uh, it's a surprise that they included wings. Yeah. <laughs> 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 uh, yeah, that's uh, like, like you said, victims of cost cutting, certainly. And you wonder what could have been if, if they had been allowed to expand this and, and go into. Obviously, I, I don't think we were ever going to see anything that rivaled the Mattel Justice League Unlimited sets, but uh, yeah, to get at least maybe some of the villains, or uh, maybe that would have been a way to do a yet another Joker design and do the the Justice League version of him, uh, you know, slash the Batman Beyond Return of the Joker version. Lex Luthor, uh, even. <laughs> Give me a Lex. Yeah, yeah we never, <laughs> he never somehow got a Lex Luthor between this, and again, maybe we would have if... Uh, if new figures were still being made as, uh, as Paul Dini and uh, the crew at DC direct sort of implied uh, in late 2019. But we, uh, we unfortunately will probably never know for sure, but uh, that will wrap up 2018 for us. And Cal, why don't you take us through uh, 2019's final run here of the original Batman, the animated series set before we rebranded into this adventures continue line. Yeah, 2019 was, uh, so we get, as we mentioned before, the GCPD five-pack, four of those, the, the villains from that set were re-released, uh, mostly uh, just the same figure that Mr. Freeze did get a new paint job, as did Poison Ivy. Uh, they both got paint upgrades. I believe Killer Croc, too, got a different paint job. He's slightly darker. Uh, a little darker gray used for his for his look. From my understanding, Bane is exactly the same figure, no difference. Uh, a couple fewer mm-hmm. accessories included with these. They don't have all the accessories. Um, I did recently pick up the repaint of of Mr. Freeze just because it's a little bit more show accurate. Uh, his gun was originally released in all white. Uh, now it's now it's the corrected all gray, and his colors are a little more true to the uh, the episode Heart of Ice. Um, but uh, yeah, overall, if you got the original releases, you really aren't you really aren't missing much. Uh, those figures are still readily available on Amazon for the time being. Uh, or you know some of those other online stores. If you see them, uh, my guess is within the next couple months that supply is going to start drying up too, just based on the amount of figures they probably released. So you may, if you're if you're on the fence about grabbing those, if you didn't grab the GCPD five pack and you wanna wanna make sure that you don't have holes in your collection, I would I would recommend grabbing those uh, re-releases. <laughs> Uh, keep an eye on Amazon too. There have been some sales recently that have come up, uh, getting them less than probably less than 20 bucks. Uh, occasionally, those have popped up. Um, so those re-releases came out, and then Liam, we had the last sort of uh, filler line here that were all from Batman the Animated Series. Uh, I say filler, but they were very, very important, demanded characters. 
so you had uh, Two Face from Batman the Animated Series. Again, how did it, we had we had him sort of bookending <laughs> the series here? We had the new Batman Adventures version in Series One, and then didn't get one till five years later uh, for his his initial appearance in Batman the Animated Series. Um, you have Scarecrow uh, again. Uh, a character who was introduced very early on in the in the animated series. The only disappointment that I have for that figure is they didn't include an alternate bag head version yes. of him. That seemed like a no-brainer layup. Uh, you know, they cost cut. These figures didn't come with stands like a lot of the other figures did. So to me, it would have been a, a no-brainer to include uh, one or two extra things at that point. But I guess they're they were down to the bare minimum here. Uh, then you also got Hardak, so you get a sort of, uh, a, a, to me, probably a very cost-effective version, re-release of a figure that you already had existing. Not a lot of uh, sculpting needed to be done for this figure. You were using a lot of parts. So you had Hardak Batman, and then you had the very popular, very much in-demand Grey Ghost Simon Trent figure, uh, who, despite the fact that he's only in one episode, uh, Liam, it's probably uh, top three most iconic episodes in the uh, Batman the Animated Series run. Yeah, and uh, despite there being a great comic book cover with a Batman and Grey Ghost two-pack on it from Batman Gotham Adventures... Uh, we never got that in the Kenner line. So to have a, a true blue uh, gray ghost finally get a recreation of that some, uh, you know, almost or over over 25 years later after the episode had aired, it was it was great to finally be able to add that if if you were uh, if you were able to track it down at the time. Yeah, you did get one at the tail end of the Mattel Justice League run um, uh, yes. as well. Uh, initially, they had released just for employees, and then they eventually released it in, in mass release. But yeah, in this, it, it, with the details, and it comes with the uh, the Mad Bomber cars, and uh, it, it looks like he you know, stepped straight off of the, the screen. Uh, this series, unfortunately, again, is one of those series that I think because it was the tail end, and so many of these figures sat around for so long, they didn't produce a lot. And or people bought them up thinking that they weren't going to be mass produced either way. Uh, these figures go for a lot of money nowadays. So I uh, hope you don't want to add these to your collection, Liam, because you would be uh, or just save those pennies. Yeah, uh, I think I'm tapping out on the on the on those last few sets there. Yeah, <laughs> there you go. I, for my own sanity, I think I have to. Yeah, yeah. Um, all right, so Liam, that will take us to our final set in this DCAU. And again, these are all figures that have been either announced or uh, several of these have been released thus far. And that was the Batman the Adventures Continue line. Obviously, many of our bonus episodes here have been based on the comic itself and gave birth. This whole line gave birth to that comic. So uh, very, very interesting the way things work. Usually it's the other way around. Uh, you have a... a a comic that births uh, action figures, but here you have a an action figure set that birthed a comic book. So uh, we we have uh, the first set that the only set so far that has been released in hand, and that was uh, the first four figures from that set of the Batman the Adventures Continue. New packaging for this line, also setting itself apart. Uh, we have a re-release of the Batman the animated series figures that is updating. Uh, to me, this is the perfect design. It really invokes that original Batman design. Of all the Batman releases from that uh, Batman animated series look, I think this is the best one. 
Um, you also have the Red Hood, who, again, a very popular character, as we mentioned in our previous episodes, that uh, doesn't ha- or when he gets a figure, the value generally increases. So that's an interesting one to look at if you're considering it, if you're on the fence. Uh, if you have the ability to pay for it now, do so, because you're probably going to pay more later. <laughs> yes, for sure. <laughs> Uh, then we also have Azrael, Liam, in his uh, iconic 90s as AF Batman suit. And uh, also then we have a re-release of the Batman the Animated Series Harley Quinn, which to me felt like, um, again, this was just one to sort of get new collectors into the line uh, because she doesn't play a prominent role thus far in the, the comic book. And the change in the upgrade to the figure, you know, the re-releases in general, they did cell shading on that. The, that on this figure is extremely minimal. Yeah, there's not a lot to that. And we'll get into that. There's, yeah, throughout throughout all these sets or planned sets, at least, there were, you know, re-releases of almost every figure. And they're really, the, the ones that sort of work more are, yeah, are the original animated series set that all had this shading and, and highlight colors on their suits. Versus the new Batman Adventures re-releases, which really didn't. Like, it was such a simplified design, even from a color palette standpoint, that most of the characters didn't really have that. I mean, sure, there's scenes where they're standing in shadow or something, but it's all pretty, like, normal, like, all sort of monochromatic for the most part. There isn't a lot of, like, shading and, and changes and highlight colors on those new Batman Adventures figures. So we're just kind of pretending there was. <laughs> Uh, exactly. Uh, so series two, which is due out pretty much any day now, is uh, if if not already out, and that that being the Joker with cell shading from Batman the Animated Series. It comes with a different head, which was uh, just a repainted head from the Expressions line. We get Super Armor Batman. We get Deathstroke, which of course is a new character. Again, another one of those very collectible characters to me, worth an investment. And then uh, that. I think I mentioned Super Armor Batman, and then we have uh, Robin, uh, who was uh, from the Batman the Animated Series style. Again, he has the cell shading. This is one of those characters uh, who I think did not need a cell shaded version either. Uh, it's not even well, like the correct cell shading. <laughs> I was going to say, if they wanted to do this properly, then his highlight color should be a weird blue, like uh, light blue color. Because famously, their highlight color for Robin for a lot of those episodes was based on like what this is pre digital coloration. So it's like whatever colors that the Warner Brothers studio had access to. So it's like the Tiny Toons color palette. So he has uh, so he has this like bluish hue to it. So that if you were going to do highlight, you know, highlight colored Robin, I wish it was more of this bluish color. I agree. That would be far more accurate and probably worth a purchase for me. Um, for me, it's a skip. <laughs> I'm, I'm good with the other Robin that I have. Um, so that kind of wraps up the ones that we know are, are done. Uh, the announced, the announced, uh, announced releases that are still due that we don't know if we're going to get in hand are the Batman who laughs uh, a Catwoman, which is a re-release cell shaded version of the series one, Batman the Animated Series, but she comes with an alternate Selena Kyle head, uh, which to me made it worth the purchase. 
Uh, the cell shading, not so much, but the Selena Kyle had enticed me enough to pre-order it. Again, we don't know if that one's going to be, if that one's far enough along where they're going to produce it, or if that one's going to be lost to time. Um, there's a cell shaded, the new Batman Adventures Batman. Uh, to me, that's a that was a pass also. And then we had Vampire Batman from Red Rain, Thomas Wayne Batman, uh, the uh, cell shaded version of the new Batman Adventures Batgirl. Then we had Talon. And then we had Tim Drake, also self-sated version. Also, those were all the announced figures. No idea whether or not we're going to get those or not, Liam. Uh, but, uh, yeah. So, Liam, we have finally made it to the end of our uh, long list here. We This, we felt like, because we're a DCAU podcast, deserved its own episode, its own all-encompassing sort of uh, walkthrough as we went through each and every each and every figure from this line here. Uh, so I guess give me your top three favorite from from this line. Wow, that's that's a tough call. Um, but I think my three are going to be, perhaps unsurprisingly, my number uh, my number one is the Tim Drake Robin because again I just think they nailed that so perfectly, and that character has such a personal significance for me. So I think that's my number one. Uh, I really, really like that anti-fire suit Batman. Again, it's just so unique and cool looking. That's a good um, one. And then my third is, gosh, this is tough. Um, I really, really like that Clayface. Um, again, not one that I personally have in my collection at the moment, but and one I'm probably not going to because i think if i if i start collecting <laughs> villains that's a slippery slope but uh but i but just from an aesthetic uh po- uh place i think that that clay face is really really special what about yours uh, there you go man i regret making this three because it's a very it's a very <laughs> difficult one um I would. I think I'm gonna have to go with, uh, and not in any particular order. I would say the expressions pack Joker is awesome because it's so dynamic. Uh, we didn't really go in depth with it, but you get you get so many. He's such an expressive character on the show. We've talked about the various different designs that they've, uh, the design choices depending on which animation company was doing the the animation that episode. But the different heads with that figure, I think, capture a lot of the the various different. Uh, you know, animation choices that they did uh, and create just maybe the most expressive character in the entire series. Uh, It was a figure well-deserving of that. On top of that, you can also create the trench coat, his iconic trench coat that he uses in, uh, you know, Mask of the Phantasm and also in um, Joker Fish and a couple of the other episodes. Mm -hmm. That was sort of an alternate deco that he wore uh, Joker's favor. Um, You know, a a bunch of those, those looks. So it was, it was, it increased value. It created an expression for a character that deserved it. That was a very expressive character and made sense. And and it's a, the accessories comes with an inflatable rubber ducky inner tube. So I don't know. (laughs) I don't know how, how many other figures in, in history have ever come with an inflatable inner tube uh, accessory, but uh, I know that he he definitely does. So he he deserves some kudos. And then I 
I think I'm going to have to go with the Phantasm also just because of how few nice. actual action figures that character has. Mm-hmm. It's a great look. It's uh, it's iconic from an iconic movie, maybe the best Batman movie ever made, and is a sorely underproduced figure because you know it sort of made that the Phantasm made the appearance in that movie and, and very few other spots. So having a a three-dimensional version of that character who, unfortunately, the original Kenner design, I think, falls a little bit short based on what they did with it. Uh, so having a, having that in three-dimensional form is really, really great. And then I'm going to have to go with the Justice League Batman, I think. Um, I think it's, like I said, it's just, it it mirrors that character so well. It looks incredible. It It's the most uh, true-to-design figure from the from all three or all four or five, whatever you want to say, the different series that they did. But um, it, it looks looks fantastic. I love looking at it sitting on my shelf. It's it's just really a, a great figure. So, yeah, Batman Batman from Justice League would be my, my number three. Nice. All right, Liam. Uh, well, that will wrap us up for this episode. Thank you for listening to part three of our DC direct retrospective. Don't forget, you can check us out on social media. You can follow us on Twitter and Instagram at DCAU Review. Uh, you can also head over to DCAUReview.com for the archives and check out our standard shows, which drop every Saturday at 10 a.m. 9 central. And uh, you will not want to miss this week's episode coming up. It's going to be fantastic. If you haven't checked out those before, they're great. Thank you for listening to this week's episode. Liam, anything else to add? No, I think it's uh, it's been a lot of fun, you know, going through. We didn't necessarily plan this to be three episodes right off the bat, but we just had so much to talk about. And at a certain point in the preparation process, shall we say, we realized that we uh, actually in the recording process, if we're being truly honest, uh, we, we realized that uh, the DCAU figures needed their own episodes. So uh, it's been a lot of fun going down memory lane. Like we said, kind of looking to celebrate this DC direct line as it appears, if not to be shutting down completely, definitely going through a revamp and probably less figure focus from here on out. So it's uh, it's been quite a bit of fun going down uh, going down memory lane, both with the more recent stuff and with uh, some of the classics from our childhood. Absolutely. Well, until next time, I'm Cal. And I'm Liam. And we'll talk to you on the next episode of the DCAU Review. Adios. Adios.